Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Welcome into this Thursday, the 27th of July, last weekend in July coming up. So you better make the best of it if you're uh, one of those that's going to school on the backside. Uh, so what about you? What are you doing today? You hanging out with the fam? Hanging out with the kids? Hanging out with mom? What you doing on the way to work? on the way to vacation or are you listening in the afternoon like the rebel you are who knows all right we're gonna get going with some stories we got some stories about work labor and throwing a hissy fit which as an adult they call it a coup we'll be right back after webster's wheel gets us started Welcome back. Let's get to your stories. Unfortunately, this first one, no es bueno uh, for a uh, poultry plant in Mississippi. We talked about some of these before. It's been a while. I don't know if it's a summer uh, issues for it, uh, but a 16-year-old has perished in a Mississippi poultry plant, uh, it looks like and uh, this is just raising questions about child labor laws uh, for it altogether. Now this one is gonna be one where the poultry plant is, mm, I don't know if they're gonna be found liable or not because the deal is the 16 year old was not working in the, well, they were working in the poultry plant, duh, otherwise it wouldn't have passed away, but uh, they weren't like a factory worker, they were, uh, working for a group that came in to clean. Uh, they're supposed to be industrial uh, cleaning services, basically. Uh, they were cleaning a conveyor belt, and I guess uh, something got turned on or something, and uh, they were no more. Uh, so, but what uh, Michael Goldberg and Harmon Hoosen out of the Associated Press talking about the story or focused on is that this is not the first time. Uh, this one. Uh, guy working for the sanitation crew uh, and happened earlier this month but then also we talked about uh, a couple other ones uh, there was a 16 year old who died earlier in the month in a woodstock stacking machine uh, and then another one moving semi trucks also 16 uh, in Missouri so on one hand you know if there's anything left of, of you know an American dream or the you know, American way, then, you know, these kids, they're trying to work, they're trying to get a job, they're trying to earn some money for a car, for their family, for, for whatever is going on uh, that they need, but they're doing it in places that, uh, you know, are quite dangerous. Now, this country has a long history of looking at child labor, particularly in the agriculture sector. Uh, which two of those would, well, I guess the third one could have fallen into the semi-industry, uh, where there are some exceptions 
uh, for these rules uh, due to family farms and family companies and things like that where they need to. But in this case, it doesn't sound like that was the case in either of them. But these pressures that they're feeling to go to work to help as inflation continues to rise, and I think they just announced they were, the Fed was raising interest rates again yesterday. Uh, so, you know, what are people left to do? And, you know, if they're trying to do the best they can, and this is their level best and what they're trying to make happen. Uh, and so definitely hearts, thoughts, et cetera, go out to the families in this case. But how are companies doing better? And, and are they doing better? But they definitely need to do better on checking for ages. And that's the case uh, with this first one that we talked about, where uh, they said that uh, it was due to some documentation that made it look like uh, they were older and of course being part of the sanitation crew the the factory saying you know that <laughs> we we can't control that or you know they didn't have a thorough understanding of what the staff or companies that you know, send these folks to so um, you know and it's I don't know I guess it's one of those things where it's, at some point you have to trust people to kind of just do their job out of BBC News by Lawrence Peter, uh, Niger has decided, mm, you know what, we've had enough, uh, we're going to throw a coup. Now, this is a, a not, <laughs> uh, not a democratic-backed uh, coup in this one. So in Niger, there's been some conflicts between two Islamic states uh, in the country and one of them being tied to or closely related to Al-Qaeda, at least that's what the story said. Um, now, a lot of these African nations of late, now remember we talked about this last year into the winter of uh, Russia and Vladimir Putin trying to exercise some influence in the African nations and in the African regions, but some of that is destabilizing because as they're no longer able to provide support they have to look to where it's coming from. So the president that was in the seat, Mohammed Bazoum, uh, he was taken by troops on Wednesday, uh, was held by them. Uh, he was told that he had the backing of the United States um, and, you know, well, looking at destabilization in the region, Niger was holding some of the stability there uh, in that portion of the continent. But Wednesday, the troops that had him hostage went on live television and said, hey, uh, yeah, we're taking the country. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, and so uh, they've instantiated curfews. They've told neighboring countries and others, don't bother um, messing with this. This is not your fight. Uh, stay out. Uh, so this is uh, just not a good sign. Uh, and the main, one of the main countries that has been uh, trying to uh, help out these nations, France, uh, leadership had falling out of them, and then uh, they're on their own. And in our last story, uh, we've been talking about it, and I guess this is the next one closest to the boat, according to Laws Blaine. The FAA and DMV are looking to put their OK stamp on a flying car. So that's coming up in a place, I doubt near you, but uh, this car, and if you can afford it for sure, 
the Aska A5 apparently has a street mode, an air mode, uh, can take off land vertically, uh, can both drive on the highway and fly in the air, so it can do a lot of different things, all for the low, low price of $789,000. So if that's you, well, maybe that's a bargain over a jet, I don't know. Uh, but it seems like I don't want to be the guinea pig before this thing gets figured out, right? Uh, so it, it can also convert to electric, so that is uh, happy for a lot of people uh, to be able to get it. Uh, and it has a large range, though, which gives this thing some legs to be able to be sustainable. So according to the article, it can go up to 250 miles. Uh, at a flight range and up to 150 miles per hour, which has been the difference maker, right? If it's if it's just a vertical takeoff and landing uh, within the city, that's great. Now you're just a fancy helicopter and can do the same thing uh, that it could do. But now if you can get your speeds up, okay, you're making a little bit difference and you're cutting your highway time in half and a little less expensive than a flight. Now you're not going obviously as fast as an airliner would, but that's not the point. This is not meant, at least currently, for you know a long haul unless you're you're planning to make a huge road trip. But then begs the question: Where do you stop? Where do you land? And you know where do you pull over when the kiddos have to pee? But the big deal here in the story is that they're chasing the FAA uh, airworthiness certificate uh, to be able to do it, um, and so. Uh, looking because they would have to get the FAA blessing and the DMV blessing uh, to be on the road. Uh, they've already collected some funds though. They are looking at 60 pre-orders um, in pre-sales, uh, which I'm not sure how they do their math because they're saying it's about $50 million uh, for them. But they're looking to get certification approvals by 2026. So this could be on a road near you or flying above the road near you and in the words of back to the future is that two i guess it's really at the end of wow well, man now i'm gonna stumble on my movie trivia i don't know if he actually says the words in the end of back to the future one uh for sure and back to the future two of roads where we're going we don't need roads all right, let's take a look at your sports as we get into your Thursday exciting day, or I guess morning, evening, uh, depending where you are on planet Earth, of what you are looking at for your soccer and your times that they were playing. United States and Netherlands end up in a draw. That was an exciting match, very chippy match. Not sure the history there between Netherlands and the United States, but man, that one got off to a chippy start early and did not let down. Uh, the U.S. women's team came back, scored one in the second half, really a tale of two halves. Uh, U.S. was very close, missing a shot wide, uh, and then also having one called back for being offsides. Interesting thing is the Premier League is going to test a new offsides rule in which as long as part of your body is onsides, so it's kind of the reverse. It used to be where if any part of your body is offsides, you're offsides. Now they're letting it, you know, if they're kind of tagging the line or holding the line. So they're kind of testing that rule this year. But if it had been the new rule, she would have been on 
sides. All right, let's take a look at your diamond. The Blue Jays all over the Dodgers, 8-1. Nationals all over the Rockies, 9-4. Marlins, 7-1 over the Rays. Guardians, 8-3 over the Royals. People just getting throat punched on the diamond yesterday. Brewers over the Reds. Cardinals, 11-7 over the Diamondbacks. Los Suprientes, the Pirates, winners, Phillies, Red Sox, Yankees, Cubs, Rangers, 13-5 over the Astros. Giants also winners as well. Uh, as we're doing this, Australia and Nigeria are underway. They're tied at nil apiece. Already talked about U.S., Netherlands. Portugal defeats Vietnam 2 deal. So now it becomes a case where in Group H, the United States tied with the Netherlands. Uh, both of them have uh, a win under their belt. Netherlands will play Vietnam. They get uh, the easier match uh, to round out group play and the u.s will get portugal netherlands beat portugal one nil so u.s needs uh pretty much needs to tie uh unless vietnam wins um and just make sure that they beat portugal by at least a goal they you know, actually they don't need to tie because even if they well they'll win on the goal differential if they tie because uh, they have a, a plus three advantage right now so i guess they tie or win uh, they'll go on the friendly pitch yesterday. Woo! Real Madrid came out on fire. I think they were not. Uh, Manchester United was not ready for what Real Madrid was bringing. Real Madrid put their starters in at the get-go. Bellingham, the famed recruit, uh, comes into uh, the match and scores his first Real Madrid goal. That was exciting. Arsenal, uh, after getting uh, hammered uh, by Manchester earlier, 5-3 over Barcelona, so very interesting there as well. Uh, League's Cup action, New England winners, DC United winners, NYC FC winners, Philadelphia, Monterey, Leon, and Tigres also winners yesterday on the pitch. All right, that's what we've got for you. Today, as always, we're brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julius Prudent Produce, Heathcliff's Captivating Logic. Be good to each other, be good to yourself, be a good human, and remember, do your level best. All right, it's Friday, Junior, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on your Friday. This is Jason in the morning. All you beautiful peahens and peacocks, send someone a smile. Send someone, you know, I don't know, something's just going to grip their day and get them going. All right, that's what we've got. We'll talk to you then.